In a high-tech world where people have ever-increasing courage to sit behind a screen and dole out opinions without consequence, comes three heroes prepared to fight back through the safety of our microphones and digital airwaves. You've got one star for us? Well, we've got three stars for you. Here comes Three Stars Podcast, ready to dish it out. Yep. All right. Good? But, yeah. Let's see here. Put the feet on Hey guys, welcome to Three Stars Podcast. I am one of your hosts, Samantha. I am here with my two phenomenal bros, Sir William Tyler Philip Hutchinson. Close. What? I said Sir William. Sir William Philip Tyler Hutchinson. Oh, I'm so sorry. First of his name. Sir William Philip Tyler Hutchinson. Sorry, sweetheart. That's all right. And peasant. what? I said peasant. I, <laughs> damn, I quit. <laughs> I'm out. Fuck you guys. I'm out. And do something. But Judas priest. Yeah, the fucking Judas <gasps> priest, Brad. <laughs> Gentlemen, say hi, Brad. Hi, Brad. I, I mean, if she's not going to take these titles seriously, <laughs> I know. What's what the point? What is even the point? It's not fair. I don't get one, so no, I'm not going to take them seriously. Go get one. They cost like nothing. Oh, Mine. Grief. My first title was thirty-five bucks, and they allowed me to marry people. Whose fucking <laughs> idea was that? <laughs> Welcome to Three Stars Podcast. We are the hosts of a wonderful podcast that likes to crap on shitty Yelp reviews and the reviewers at their own expense. Poo-poo on the poopers. Poo-poo on the poopers. That's right. Today we're going to be talking about uh, one of our favorite shifts to work. I should say revisiting, revisiting one of the favorite shifts to work, except for Bill. Bill, Bill despises this shift. And, and honestly... There's a lot of sarcasm when I say favorite. We all kind of despise this. But we're going to be talking about brunch again because there's just still so much to say about brunch. Free brunch. Fuck brunch. There you go. There are, there are things right there. <laughs> Please make sure to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and any podcast platform that you may find us on. Um, really quickly, guys, I'm going to give a heads up. We're all pretty tired due to the time change. We had to spring forward this morning. I pulled my lovely eight-hour shift, um, so I'm a little beat, and Brad got home just in time for the spring forward to happen to get into bed, and Bill, what were you doing around two, three in the morning? Oh, just laying on my couch, trying to... Trying to sleep? Trying to sleep, yeah. Oh, Lord. So we're all we're all in a pickle and here. And I'm hungover as fuck. Are you really? <laughs> did you go have brunch today? Well, I did. Like, I, I'm a little daytime hungover, but I was nighttime hungover, too, because I worked the St. Paddy's Day parade uh, down at Scruffy's. Yeah, yeah whose idea was and to do it fucking daily savings time, like, the week of St. Paddy's Day? It's so stupid. They do the shit every, every year. year. It yeah. ends up falling on this weekend. It's it's not for us. It's for the daywalkers. It, it is. is. It's horrible. Okay, sorry. Anyhow, sorry. <laughs> Make sure to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and any podcast platform that you happen to find us on. If you like the show, please leave us a review on any platform that you listen to us on. We, we do hope that you would give us, you know, at least three stars. But whatever you want to give, that's great. Five, one, tell us why. Tell us what you like, what you don't like, what we could change. If I say the same thing every single time and nobody leaves us a review. So leave us a review. Right now I'll take half a star tab of acid to wake up. Oh wow. my goodness. <laughs> uh, go ahead I and give that guy. like, that heart, <sighs> and make sure to share, share, share. And please do subscribe on that podcast platform that you do happen to find us on. Do we have any shout outs today, gentlemen? I do. Yeah? Shout uh, it out. So my uh, my my brunch hangover is because I went and had brunch. <laughs> Mm-hmm. My daytime hangover. I went with my Roadhouse crew, and I'm shouting them out. They are a group of friends. We all work together, and um, you did. A- and every year we do a bottle exchange, usually for the holidays. But uh, one of our members moved away. He finally came back for a visit this weekend, so we didn't get to do it over the holidays. We just got to do it today, and uh, and I'm really excited about the bottle that I got. That's so sweet, Bill, Sir William. Oh, I have an anti shout out. <laughs> Uh, Benjamin Franklin. Oh, no. Because it was the first person oh. to propose uh, Daylight Savings Time in 1784. Oh, wow. He was one of the ago? first people. 
Holy smokes. Yeah. So so not shouting yeah, out so not Benjamin, Benjamin Franklin. Franklin. Yeah. Not shouting out Fuck ben you, Franklin. dude. I was say, isn't he dead? I mean, what's the point? That's all He's right. not going to be all he excited. He can hear me. He can, I'm sure he can. Uh, at DBC, don't they actually, they have a, a biscuit uh, breakfast called the Franklin, don't they? Yeah, they do. <laughs> they do have the Franklin. It's like fried chicken on a biscuit. Yeah, it's really good. All their chicken sandwiches on their biscuits are amazing, too. Um, okay, I have a lovely shout-out as well. My coworker Barry, who actually just decided to start listening to the podcast, and she, she actually did listen. Bill, she mentioned... Um, to me about the mints. She said, yeah, I listened to the podcast the other day and I didn't get very far because I got sidetracked doing something else, but I got to the mints part. Your your co-host was talking about mints and how we should leave mints uh, uh, with our checks. And I said, yeah, you know, a little tidbit. And she thought it was a good idea. And I think it's a good idea. Mints too. or toy dinos or Yeah, we duckies. talked about toy dinos too. <laughs> and um, surprisingly, we, we also discussed um, that we get some toys left in our restaurant from kids that are traveling and uh, we should just recycle those toys, yeah. sanitize them, and give them away. Damn, Skippy. We got a little Transformer toy that we're going to be giving away. Sick. Yeah. Which one a, is it? Uh, no, it's not like the actual Transformers. <laughs> it's a knockoff, but I mean, still, it's cool. A GoBot? Yeah, I, I was going to say Maybe. I don't know. But Barry, thank you so much for listening and supporting. We appreciate you. Yeah, for sure. All right. Before we butter these waffles with lots of butter, maybe some strawberries, we're going to go ahead and start with a drink. Brad, what are we drinking today? We're going to do bubbly since it's a brunch and bubbles brunch reprise. Is reprise. It, is that what happens when you uh reprise when you end up like uh, at the end of an album, right? That's the reprise, reprise when you like start you end with the same song you started with. I, I think so. I don't know. Or reprise. Reprise. Yeah. Reprise. I yeah, so we're, we're going to do some some uh bubbly rosé <laughs> rebrunch. Rebrunch. That's it. Ooh, yeah. There you re-brunch. go. Shall we go ahead and get our appetizer on while Brad gets the bubbly set up? We can do that. Cool. Bill, do you want to take the appetizer or would you rather I do it? I can would oh. I take it. I like oh. apps. Okay. I like appies. Okay. Okay. Uh, <laughs> this just says, t- oh, Table 6 is the name <laughs> of the restaurant? Yeah. I was like, what? Table 6, that's it. Uh, it's uh, four stars overall. Denver, Colorado. This is the Yelp review of three stars. Max C. Oh, don't even. That's You're just going to cue me up like that? Um. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> Food was good. My girlfriend's brunch was cold. Mimosas could have been bottomless. And the whole pay an extra dollar for blood orange thing pisses me off. Enjoyed our time, but we've had better brunch. <laughs> okay, I will I will say it's a bummer that your food was cold because that does suck. Well, that sucks big time. I was going to say blood oranges don't grow on trees, but uh, they I think do. they do. They do, but they're not as... Uh, plentiful is regular orange trees, which means they cost a little bit more. You go to the grocery store and you get orange juice and it'll run you about four or five bucks. You get blood orange juice and it'll run you about yeah. seven, eight bucks. So Max, I'm so sorry that you had to pay an extra dollar for the blood orange, but it costs more. Life goes on. Yeah. <laughs> Mimosas could have been bottomless. Well, go find some place yeah. that isn't as posh as table six. Anything's bottomless Thank if you me. try hard enough, dude. That's still, oh God, I like that. Um, go find some place that isn't as um, uh, nice, posh, and uh, and and drink their crappy, crappy champagne with the orange juice there. You know, there's a reason why some places don't have bottomless mimosas. You lose quite a bit of money, and those places that do have bottomless have really terrible champagne. Oh, it's the absolute worst. It's, terrible. It's stuff that costs them three dollars a bottle. Yeah, that's why they do bottomless. It's not a big deal. So, I'm glad you enjoyed your time. But you've had a better brunch, yeah. You sound a little snooty to me, Max. I want to know how much blood orange you get for the dollar. Uh, uh, maybe like a half ounce, three-quarter ounce. Yeah. Like a champagne flute? Like, come on, unless well, you pour them in. You know, I wonder because a lot of times th- this question actually came up um, a few weeks ago of how different places charge for, let's say you want to get like a side of tomato juice for a beer. Mm-hmm. And some places charge you 50 cents. Some the, places charge you a buck. Some people charge you for a small juice, but only give you like an ounce or two yeah. of of tomato juice. Mm-hmm. So like I, that is a question I would like to know. And I, like I would like to know that from this person who's doing the review. Yeah. Right. Like Pictures how much did, good. Yeah. How much did you get? Right. Yeah. Did you did you make it a blood orange, but they only gave you like a like a little a droplet of it in there, in yeah. which case 
why does it cost a dollar? Or did they give you like a cup of blood orange juice? Right. Or a little carafe? Well, I've had I've worked at places where you have the blood orange uh, option, and it's you know it's an extra dollar, and it's like it's like half an ounce in a flu. You know what I mean? It's but they charge they'll charge you fifty cents for ranch in some places. Yep. Oh yeah. So, that is I absolutely mean, correct. And I will drink a shot of ranch in the face right now. Well, mm. what is that dumb shit? Like Moses could have been bottomless. They weren't. Yeah, right. It's, they like, like they, they just said, weren't. <laughs> go someplace else where the champagne is in- incredibly cheap. Go to lo- you, go to the lobby, right? The lobby does bottomless, bottomless mimosas. Do there are places that specific. Of course they do. There's uh, no place doing bottomless mimosas. You have has used to do mimosa towers before. Uh, before la, 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 what was it? The COVID. La, la, the la, Rona. La, la, <laughs> la, la. I gave you like three bottles of champagne and uh, like two bottles of OJ and this giant tower with a little spigot on it. Oh, my total goodness. Total pain in the ass to clean. So Yeah, that's not fun. Yeah. Not fun at all. I had somebody, I've had a couple of people ask, I don't know if you guys had this at the airport when you worked there, oh, your uh, mimosas, are they bottomless? Like, dude, get the fuck out of here. You're no. at the airport. You're at the airport. airport? No way. <laughs> <laughs> 12, are you crazy? $12 per, and yeah. you get five ounces. Yeah, and I, I, want, I want my 20%. Yeah. Are you cuckoo? I'm going to give, I mean, it is a three-star review. Thank you, Max. But it sounds like you're pretty disgruntled. So Maxi. Maxi. Pat. I'm going to give you one star. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, yeah, one star for oh, me, too. Yeah. Dude, I don't know. One, you're one star, and that's just because I'm too tired to argue about it. Like, <laughs> one star all around. <laughs> Shall we go ahead and move into Behind Bars with Bill? Yeah. Bill, what do you have for us today? Well. Oh, did we want to clink real quick? <coughs> oh, sure. Clinky, clinky. Clinky, clinky. Oh. It's dry. It is. Okay. It is a brute. <laughs> uh, so I started uh, with daylight savings time, but as I was reading this last review, I had other notes that uh, I had written down about like something like like this, like, ant- anticipating guest needs versus sustainability, conservation beliefs, concerns. Like it's like uh, you know I don't know how blood oranges are harvested or how uh, daylight savings time or circadians or circadas affect any of this shit. But like, it's probably more difficult to harvest blood oranges and put it into a puree that is packaged for convenience. Uh, And so that's going to cost you extra, you know, like it's uh, something I've been thinking about, like straws is another big one for me or lemons. I mean, uh, you know, you got get iced tea, you get water, like you're just throwing paper and straws and lemons at people like that half the time don't even use it. Yep. And so, I mean, like, yeah, I want my tip, but I also don't want to live in a world without lemons, uh, if that makes any kind of sense. Uh, so if you end up like having harvesting blood oranges on the to the east of the prime meridian what, 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 what exactly happens? i don't really know how it works like that's what, like i just was reading up on daylight savings time and i saw that and i read that uh i read that review and i was like "Ooh, i have something for this so i just kind of threw it in there because it's, it's just food for thought you know what i mean like especially in the restaurant industry like so much so much of what we do gets wasted you know and it's uh be it food energy time money (laughs) yeah health um and you know to that point i'll pivot back to uh, daylight savings time uh why do you suppose it was if you had to guess what do you think the uh initial point or the rationale behind daylight savings time was i think it's like uh do you guys ever see trading places like a long time ago yeah Yeah, so they basically the thing is I'll bet that we can get this one person who's affluent to become a bum and we can get this other person who's a bum to be affluent and they will act their different ways and the whole the bet was a dollar. I think it was two rich people who bet uh. a fucking dollar as to how they could get the world to react. I mean, you're how right am I? Where's my you're dollar? You're pretty close. Like initially <laughs> initially it was to conserve candles. Uh supposedly. Cuz you know, like yeah, way back, back in the, the day. day and it was uh it was a wartime uh, doctrine uh, that, you know, let's see. Let's see what Wikipedia says here. Common myth of the United States has implemented to benefit farmers, and reality farmers have been one of the strongest lobbying groups against daylight savings times since it was first implemented. 
The factors that influence farming schedules, such as morning dew and dairy cattle's readiness to be milked, are ultimately dictated by the sun, so the time change introduces unnecessary challenges. Um, it was commencing 30th of April, 1916, as a way to conserve coal during wartime. Um, many European neutrals soon followed. Uh, France, Ireland, and the United States it became common during World War II. Uh, and was widely adopted in America and Europe in the 1970s of, as a result of the 1970s energy crisis. And on that note, uh, like if it's about conserving en energy, uh, Wikipedia says that there's like a 0.3% energy differential during daylight saving times months. So it's almost, it's, it's practically nothing, yeah. So it's, uh, it's basically, yeah, just a bunch of people with employees keeping us in line and making sure that we get to work on time. It doesn't matter about our sleep schedules or how it affects our health, which it does. It affects your circadian rhythm. I don't mind it in the summertime so much. No, just leave it that way. Just leave yeah, it that way. Just leave it. Like yeah. I can take a don't a, fall back. Yeah, I can. I can light a fire. You know, like I can be inside in the cold. Like, and it, it's not going to bother me. Like, I don't want to have to go to work in in the night. You know what I mean? When it's still dark outside. And that was one of the hardest things about getting up and going to work at the airport was it was literally still dark outside like the drunks are still out and about in the alleyways while i'm getting up and getting ready to go to work mm -hmm. yeah uh, i would rather we we stuck with the summertime version of it so that in like throughout the year at the very least it's not going to get dark until 5 30 right like even so like in the winter time it'll be dark at 5 30 versus right. in the summertime you know start at 8 30 yeah like, and I don't care about those morning hours. Yeah. Like, well, and that's actually what they said, too, is like that. Uh, that's what Wikipedia says is it's like most people are asleep at 430. So let's do spring forward or fall back in the middle of the night on a fucking Saturday, which, again, not for us. It's for the daywalkers. You know, like we, we literally lose or gain an hour on those Saturday shifts. Right. Well, I mean, we a lot of times they. And this happened at Howl at the Moon all the time, and we hated it all the time because every year it was a question mark. It wasn't a plan, right? So in the fall, when you fall back, 2 o'clock is coming along, and you've been getting your ass kicked all night on a Saturday, and you can't wait to be done. Yeah. And they're like, oh, oh so uh, at 2 o'clock, it's actually going to be 1 o'clock, so we're staying open another hour. Right. Yeah. Which in like if you're in a city like New York or uh, or L.A. or like uh, New Orleans or Miami, where There's the bars no are open later anyway, <laughs> it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter, right? Like they're they're gearing up and they know that they're in for another hour of the shit. But in some place like Denver, where the bars are done at two o'clock, mm -hmm. and suddenly you're like, nope, we're going another hour, and you're like, yo, we just got our shit pushed in. Like we're uh, done. We're done. We're tired. And nobody else needs to drink more. They don't need that extra hour. Well, it's, I remember yeah, it's doing more like that half at the club. an hour anyways. You right. Know, like. I mean, it's, and, and I remember doing that at Seville Quarter. We would shut down. Uh, we'd start doing last call at 2.30, and we'd be done by 3. So, like, really, we'd be done by 4 and wouldn't be getting out until 5.36. And if you have and, to work that next day. Right. I mean, it just – and people were already – tanked right. they were already just sauced you know they didn't need that extra half hour yeah it's it says that wikipedia says that uh a 2017 study american economic journal uh estimates that the transition in daylight savings time caused over 30 deaths <gasps> at a social cost of 275 million dollars annually what so it's, it literally costs money and kills people but Jeez, Louise. we I should probably keep doing it because it's wish the way we've would, been doing it for yeah. the last 20 years. I wish they would just push that decision through Congress because yeah. it like it got passed. It either got passed by the House or the Senate. I don't remember which, but it's pretty much just stalled out there and hasn't yeah. been picked up and moved forward. Like one of them voted to get rid of the daylight savings, the, the time change. I don't know which one they planned on sticking with, but all they need is for the other branch to vote on it. And then for a president to pass on it. Yeah, the um, American political system hard at work. Yeah, that's your uh, tax dollars. That's where they go. Keep, keep fucking with my sleep schedule every year, and here's I'll give you money to do it. Uh, I'm looking for this uh, 
this act. Ahead of Daylight Savings Time, U.S. Senator Marco Rubio reintroduced the Sunshine Protection Act of 2023. Uh, what? For the 118th Congress, legislation would have been the antiqu- would have would end the antiquated practice of changing clocks twice a year. Uh, Representative Vern Buchanan introduced companion legislation in the House. So I mean, Florida just. Innovative down there. Yeah. This guy is a bastion yeah. of American freedom. Down there. Well, you know, Arizona already doesn't follow it. Yeah, it's right? it, it like, makes it's, me crazy yeah. every year, dude. It just I, I like I forgot about it this year, and like you like I was you started texting me, and I'm like, what? What time is it? Like, what am I doing? <laughs> like, I have to function today. Like, it's Sunday. Mm-hmm. Damn it. But yeah, I, I think I think it's just it's it's antiquated. That's the word to use. You know, like so much else that goes on in our society these days you know like it's it's a lot of the practices even in the industry are antiquated like it worked in the 70s and we've been doing it the same ever since right and billionaires and lobbyists have been taking advantage of that fact yeah anyways i'm gonna step down off my soapbox because yeah i could just go on and on about this (laughs) (laughs) so it's a deep rabbit hole i'm I'm finding so well thank you bill yeah my pleasure Yeah, <laughs> I know. It's all here every time. Fucking kiddos. Okay. Shall we go ahead and move on to uh, the main cars? The main cars? Yeah, guys, the main cars. Yeah, go ahead. My darn camera was dirty. Oh, my computer fell asleep too. All right. Main course. Come on, Compooper. We've got Mimosa's Restaurant, 4.2 stars overall in Denver, Colorado. This is a Google review. A Google review. It is a one star. It's a year ago. Nothing impressive. The music was much too loud that we could not converse. It felt like you were having brunch at the club. The decoration is endearing. However, the food, in our opinion, is subpar in both quality and flavor. A lot more would be expected for those prices. Brunch and quabbles. See me at the club. <laughs> well, I mean, they have champagne at the club. Hell yeah, Let they me do. tell you something. Yeah. I, so I, I'm looking at this food. The food it looks, looks pretty fucking amazing. good. I don't know what that it looks like. A crab cake with a poached egg on top. Yeah, it looks like a crab. By the way, Benedict. there's pictures, Bill. One star, yeah. and there's pictures. Yeah. This is a, yeah, I don't. I'm not in love with the review. It's yeah, soft, but no, the pictures it's kind are of a shitty good. review. Well, there's not a whole lot of meat to it. Let me tell you something. And like right out of the gate, I'm going to say. If you're going to leave a shitty review, do not include impressive pictures. Yeah, what yeah. is that? Are those is that fucking French toast with like French toast with strawberries and blueberries and yeah, lots of beautiful whipped looking butter and right. powdered sugar. This food looks oh, amazing. That's powdered sugar. Yeah, it's not Coke. Yeah. We're not at that kind of club. Damn. Yeah. I know. This, this isn't <laughs> the early rising the brunch. one star would not <laughs> recommend. <laughs> this brunch place sucks. This, I mean, really does. The food looks good. Looks really good. It really looks it good. It does look good. Yeah. Nothing impressive. I like that. Really? Interesting. The pictures are impressive. Yeah. yeah. I was going to say Tarek would be impressed. Pictures with a thousand words. Music was much too loud. Maybe that's why they didn't find anything very impressive because the music was just so loud. Yeah. I mean, you, you never know. Like w- your senses, if one's overloaded, it could end up you Ruining. Know, af- affecting the other ones. Like, yeah. Their sense of taste was just... Yeah, I mean, look, maybe they turned it up because no one wanted to hear their conversation. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe it was Wu-Tang Day or something, and these guys are super old, but they do have, like, a little anime photo. And their their... name is Nain. Nain. Okay, so... Not Nani. Um, (laughs) Let's see, the where did it go? The food, in our opinion, is subpar, and both in quality and flavor. Look, Nain, you have beautiful-looking pictures of beautiful-looking food on your your review here, and you're saying the food is subpar in both quality and flavor. Well, the quality, you've got to be kidding me. I'm, I'm like I, a crab cake with a poached egg on top yeah, of it. I want that. Yeah. Man. I mean, uh, uh, like, it, just based on the I – am, I am hungry, again, just looking at it. Yeah. And if you're going to tell me that, like, flavor and quality were terrible, like – these pictures do not reflect that at all, right? Show me with like a, a fucking cigarette put out in the uh, waffle or something, and you know, uh, but this this looks amazing. So on this one, it would have been nice if you maybe Nain elaborated on the flavor and the quality of it. Was your was your crab cake? Did it have bits of like the tough? 
chitinous material from the crab in it? Uh, was your poached egg vinegary? Because sometimes they'll put vinegar in the water. Were your waffles actually soggy and they look really crisp and beautiful? Like y- you need you need to give more detail. Pictures are great. Thank you. They say a lot of things. You know, pictures worth a thousand words, and the words that I'm getting are not lacking. You know, subpar in quality and flavor. So. Next time you write a review, Nain, please give a little more detail. Yeah, if like picture's worth a thousand words, it's supposed to be the thousand words yeah. that you're leaving out. Right. Right? So uh, yeah. you're, like, you're, like, you're leaving out apparently the wrong words. Yes. And I'm actually online right now looking at their, I'm looking at their menu. Number one, they have a crap ton of mimosas. A crap ton, huh? Well, more than most places. They've got a classy, a bougie, a ratchet, a sunrise. Oh, what's the ratchet? The ratchet is cognac, Natalie's orange juice, and sparkling wine. Um, They've got a sunshine. They've got pina colada, strawberry fields, savage flight, ratchet flight, Kokomo flight, beautiful mistake, Bellini, and Makmosa. So they've got quite a few there. Soda water and orange juice. Is that a mock mosa? Probably. Uh, let's see. They got beignets and biscuits. Mm. I always think about going back to the early morning, like the brunch restaurants. And I just like the thought immediately fo- following that is, ew, why? I'm not getting up that early to deal with your fucking children. So this is a crab cake Benedict that's pictured here. It's $22. I don't think that that's way too much because crab is expensive, whether it's real or not. I'm hoping that at $22, this is real crab, but even so. That would suck if it was imitation crab, right? It's just like like krill with crab flavoring. Canned crab. Uh, They have, well, their avocado toast better be worth it because it's $16. But they've got, yeah, it has eggs on it. Smashed avocado, two eggs any style, roasted tomatoes, petite arugula salad, toasted wheat, and then homestyle potatoes. 16 bucks for all that. I don't think that's outlandish. You go to Snooze and pay the same price for that kind Absolutely. of stuff. Absolutely. So I don't know what Nain is really uh, uh, complaining about here. Yeah, the flight's eighteen bucks, even like eighteen I, to twenty-one. That's pretty reasonable. That's reasonable. I don't know I, how, mm, how I feel about eight dollars for a makamosa, but well, I'll just it take better an be orange a good juice, one. please. Yeah, really. <laughs> I think this place is fairly new too, because I actually know a manager who had gone to work there. I think he got fired pretty fast. Sure. But it does come with Martinelli's went, though. He went when Not they were first water. opening. Should we go have brunch there sometime soon? Yeah. Let's do it. Yeah. Um I, I honestly I'm not really happy with Nain's. I'm not impressed. Nothing impressive with your review, Nain. You, you keep saying Nain, and I'm like, what are you, who, who are you talking girl, about? This girl, this person. Yes, I know. I thought it was Nain, Nain. Nain, Nain, business. Nain, Nain. I'm not impressed at all. One star. Yeah, I'm looking at this menu, and I've already seen two cocktails that I'm totally going to rip off. So, uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. One star, and that's just because I'm tired. I kind of just want to kick her out. Yeah. I mean, I really do, because this just, I mean, the pictures alone say, you know, the pictures alone says that it looks amazing. I'm over here salivating, and the prices aren't that Mud. I like it would have been funnier if it was like swapped around, like gave a five star review and like just went on and on about how amazing it was, but then left like these total fucking like trash can pictures. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. I'm guys, I'm sorry. I'm I'm gonna have to kick her out. Okay. She's cut off. I will back you up. Thank you. you. I'm sorry. I just she I don't know. With her little anime picture that she has for her Google account. I, I, to me, I think she just might be a snob, hoity-toity person, or she might be just some rich kid trying to be careful spending on mommy and daddy's credit card. Yeah, I mean, if I were to rewrite this, it'd be like, couldn't afford to go out to eat, uh, don't like fancy food, shoot me. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, I, I can't get off this menu. It's crazy. It, yeah, looks really I good. know. I'm staring at it, too. So they're over in uh, in Five Points. They're on 27th and Welton. We should definitely see stop the, by. The morning wood shot. I mean, come on. Oh, that they, sounds uh, lovely. I mean, it's uh, peach liquor, vodka, sweet and sour, orange juice, and blackberry. It's called morning wood? Yeah. That's, that's awesome. awesome. They do call tequila sunrise winter solstice, which, you know, like. That's funny. Kind of funny. Tequila sunrise winter solstice. I thought that for a second they were serving kids because on the kids menu it says Lil Mosa. And I was like, yo, they give the kids little fucking mimosas. That's <laughs> awesome. That is awesome. 
I've done that before. Like, uh, you know, they everybody's drinking champagne at the table. I'll just bring them a little flute of soda water, or some grenadine. Soda water. Oh, yeah. that's so sweet of you. I know. I'm really. You really you get your. You are hacking kids, huh? <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> Gotta find a better way to say that. All right. Bourbon maple sticky buns. Mm. I know. Ugh. All right, we'll be right back. We're going to take a quick break, and uh, we'll come back with some happy hour. We work in bars that get three stars. I'm not your minion. Fuck your opinion. Fuck your three stars. Hey. Hey guys. Hey. No. Hey yo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Guess what time it is. What time is it? What time is it? <gasps> it's, it's a, a three, three stars, stars podcast. Happy hour. It's a three stars podcast. Happy hour. It's a three stars podcast. Happy hour. Coming to you an hour later. What was that? I said coming to you an hour later because uh, we sprung forward. That's Ugh. true. We sprung what, it. What are we drinking today, bro? We're drinking a Brut Cava Rosé. Two Brute? Two Brute. A two Brute. Why did I just put a, the damn camera down? Two Brute Rosé. Pinkies out. <laughs> Oh, man. And I get it because it's pink. Yeah. That's so funny. Yeah. I could do this all day. <laughs> it, it Actually, that pinky's out one, that was a total accident. No, that was an that accident. Was, that was a happy that was, accident. That was perfect. Ooh, a happy accident. Good bar. I'm totally We need to go there, drink. too. That's a cocktail right now. I'm writing it down. <laughs> uh, so... Yes, I could just do it on my computer like an adult. <sighs> I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna talk too much about the the cava, the rosé, the the whatnot, because there's actually something a little more specific that I was interested in talking about. But because we're doing brunch and bubbles, and we still have some bubbles, we're drinking them. Uh, we talked about this before: the difference between like champagne, sparkling wine, cava, prosecco. Essentially, cava is. It goes through the is a is yeah it's a Spanish sparkling wine goes through the same process of making sparkling wine as champagne does only it's different grapes and it's in Spain so uh, that that's just like the run through basic so a lot of times though when when you're in you know a bar you're working and you tell someone they said do you have prosecco or do you have champagne and you tell them that you don't but that you do have cava mm, what is that. Mm. Or, you know, they don't know what it is. Same shit. Different grapes, different country. That's all. Um, that That's the basics. I, like, that's as super easy as I'm going to put it for right now. But what I did want to talk about, because I keep, like, my mind keeps coming back to, like, creating beverage programs and how a lot of bartenders and servers are trained to know certain things, but we don't necessarily know all of the right things. And... A lot of that in my head in this particular segment is having to do with tips training. We've talked about cutting people off. We've, you know, in in the podcast before, we've talked about tips training before um, and what that actually means. One of the things that they teach when you do, for for those of you that don't know, uh, tip certification or there's another one called serve safe certification is a class that you go through in order to learn how to recognize uh, if someone is intoxicated and to ask questions and to understand how much you're serving someone and whether or not you it's time to make that judgment call on is this person too intoxicated to serve and how do I cut them off properly um, and in so for tips that certification lasts for three years at a time it used to be only two but uh, it lasts for three years at a time. Serve Safe, I think, is also three years. Oh, I thought it was two, but it might be two. Keep it's it up been... to date. Do it online. That's what I've heard. Because the like, actual course is supposed to take like six hours. Yeah. So if you go yeah, and you actually sit in on the course, oh, it definitely takes forever. longer because people are usually asking questions too. Yeah. And they make you, you know, in and amongst the asking of all the questions, you watch those, you know, 80s. Uh, awesome uh, videos. Yeah, like those yeah. videos. The public service announcements. Yeah, like, style it, videos. It, and guys, just a side note, those type of videos, if you've seen The Office, it's the exact same videos 
in the episode of The Office where they're talking about sexual harassment. Continue. Or, tra- <laughs> or training videos at TGI Fridays. Or if you watch like the, with, the videos. With Brad. That, uh, <laughs> <laughs> the high bars with Brad. With Brad. <laughs> if, you, if you watch the videos in the, the Spider-Man movie with Captain America. Oh, like, oh hey, yeah. Hey kids, hey, kids. Do you feel touched by your teachers? <laughs> yeah. um, so anyway, like, yeah, you go, you go through this class and ultimately you learn all of these things. And they tell you how to relate different drinks like if you're trying to figure out how many drinks someone has had then you like go through and you're like oh well what we fall back to is well they've only had two beers well okay but were they 10 ounce beers were they 16 ounce beers were they 22 ounce beers what was the abv of those beers and how many standard drinks have they had and that's the big that's ultimately the big question, mm. right? So what is considered to be the gold standard where the tips course is concerned is a Budweiser because a Budweiser is 5% ABV. And so that bottle of Budweiser, that 12-ounce bottle, is the equivalent of uh, 5 ounces of wine, but again, neglecting whatever the ABV of that specific wine is, but 5 ounces of wine or one ounce of 100 proof alcohol Mm. and which most places don't even have very much of well no now they do because you've got a lot of higher proof whiskeys out there that i guess that's that's right like a lot of people are drinking i mean you like old granddad or uh wild turkey 101 right that's like straight up one of the one of the ogs knob creek is usually 100 proof i mean there are a lot out there um uh, what's the Rittenhouse Rye? Rittenhouse is Rye 100 is proof. Like, like, especially in craft bars, mm. there are a lot of. Hundos. Absinthe is, that's the first thing that came to my mind. A lot of times, absinthe is a higher ABV. Or, rum, like, yeah, proof, not exactly. You've got proof. overproof rum or high proof rum. You've got Rumplemints is yep. 100 proof. I mean, so you've got a lot of stuff out there. And then, and we're not just pouring them one ounce shots of those. We're pouring them one and a quarter or one and a half ounce yeah. shots of those things. Yeah. Or if it's a cocktail, it's getting maybe two ounces of of a hundred proof rye or a hundred proof bourbon or something along those lines. So one of the things that servers and bartenders really need to keep in mind is, yeah, they only had one beer or they only had two beers, but if you gave them 18%. a six yeah, like if you gave them a sixteen ounce of a 7% hazy IPA, that's almost one and a half Budweiser's, right? It's right. Al- it, it's like 1.4 standard drinks, essentially. And I learned this, and Bill, you may or may not remember this, but in the TGI Friday's Bar, it's funny that you mentioned it from the training <laughs> in the TGI Friday's uh, bartender manual that had all the recipes and guidelines and, and everything. When there was a recipe, it told you how many standard drinks that cocktail was. Yeah. Oh, that's nice. Right. So if you had like an ultimate June bug, um, which is like the first one that popped in my head, I don't know. Mm-hmm. If you had an ultimate June bug, because it usually got about two and a half ounces of liquor, it would tell you that it had. You know, this this cocktail is, you know, 1.5 standard drinks or, you know, based on the percentage of alcohol in each individual spirit that was in the cocktail. So to, right. so to that end, because a lot of this stuff comes from or should come from leadership, it c- should come from, you know, your ownership, your managers, your bar manager, whoever it is that's developing your cocktail program, that in terms of being safe and making sure that you're serving responsibly ultimately and that you are able to keep your mind on how many standard drinks someone has actually had when it comes time to, you know, do you need to make this decision as to whether or not to serve them another one. There is an amazing resource that uh, I, I refound again recently called Rethinking Drinking. And it's, I mean, you can just Google up Rethinking Drinking. It is that, the, it's a very long website name. I'll, I'll put it in the show notes, but it's rethinkingdrinking.niaaa.nih.gov. And 
what it does is it has a cocktail content calculator and a drink size calculator. So if you're going to create a cocktail, let's say that has uh, multiple measurements of multiple spirits, let's just say, for instance, you're going to do a Manhattan, right? Bare minimum, aside from the the bitters, you've got two spirits in there. You've got your rye or your bourbon, and you've got your sweet vermouth. So you go to this cocktail content calculator, and you put in how many ounces of rum do you have? How many, or so for Manhattan, how many ounces of whiskey do you have? And then you add in how many ounces of vermouth do you have? And it will break down and tell you how many standard drinks is in that cocktail. It's equivalent to. Right. So you can then put that into, you either put it in your menu so people can see that, or more importantly, most importantly, you make sure that your staff is properly trained mm -hmm. to know, yeah. okay, they have ordered this cocktail. They didn't just have one drink. They had two in one. Mm -hmm. and Or maybe they even had 2.5 because some people will serve, you know, if you serve an ounce and a half as your single and three ounces in, as, as a double, double, or you have three ounces for your Manhattan or you have three ounces for your martinis, martinis yeah. then you're looking at a much... A much higher per cocktail alcohol content. And so you can't say, well, they only had one drink. Right. Right. And ultimately, that tips card does not really protect you. That tips card really says, you so you should have known better. Should've known better. <laughs> right. Should have known better. Um, so yeah, like I just I, I think this is a great resource, and this That's is actually something resource. when I did bar and beverage development for Red Robin, um, a uh, a consultant had actually shown this to me, and I'm pretty sure that this is the same one that Fridays used forever to calculate what their standard drink recipes are. I just think it's a really awesome tool for um, for anyone who's creating a cocktail program or if anyone's like doing independent work if you are acting as a consultant to provide this as you know part of your presentation whenever you're absolutely whenever you're handing over cocktails yeah i agree with you bill absolutely a hundred percent yeah because it's you know it's um it is our job it's our job to monitor how much people have had and and at the airport everybody bar hops you know, you at where I work, I'm only allowed to serve four drinks per person, which means if they order a double, that's two drinks in one glass. So they get one more double. Um, now, it is up to my discretion, but if they've had four drinks or two doubles and they're they haven't eaten and they're starting to slur, I have to cut them off and yeah. be like, I'm oh, sorry. And yeah. what do they do? They just they just go they just go to the other restaurant yeah. right down the way and right. grab another beer or drink or That's whatever. Because I've definitely done that. Like when I worked at the airport, it was it was your restaurant and then uh, La Casita right across the way. And yeah. I, would, I would go to either one of those and yeah. I would get shit housed. Yeah. Well, and, 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 but go. we would do that working there too. Like from a bartender perspective, if we cut someone off. And I saw them go to like heading towards another restaurant. I'd I'd beat them over there, and I would let the bartenders know, hey, just so you know, this person had X amount of drinks at my bar, and they were getting kind of shitty, and we cut them off. They weren't happy about it, but now that you know, you know, especially if it was one of our sister restaurants, like going by the same yeah. company, it's right. like Absolutely. I'm letting you know so yes. you don't get in trouble. Or like I'd go tell Dom over at La Casita and I'm like, like, hey Dom, that dude over there that just sat down at the bar, like he's had quite a few and may have taken medication. I don't fucking know, but right. you know, right. you you decide what you want to do. And of course, like that's a good thing for us to do to each other. It's also like, well, Fucking thanks. Now yeah. I can't right? serve now and make I, my right. money. I get to be the <laughs> motherfucker <laughs> that, that cuts the dude <laughs> off. <laughs> yeah. That's a really great website. Yeah, please do. Please share that in the notes, and then I'll post it on Instagram and such. Thank you for that. That's yeah. a good happy hour. Thank you. Because that really is informative, and I don't think a lot of service industry people fully understand it. And I know the general public doesn't get it because, you know, you give them you give them the five ounce pour of wine and their red Beaujolais that's huge looking oh and they goodness. complain and they're like, ah, I put my wine all the way to the very top and my house is like, yeah, well, you know, you should just. Yeah, I'm sorry. COVID home. hurts, baby. <laughs> stay at home. <laughs> OK, shall we move on to desserts? Desserts. desserts. Oh, you put Sam's number three in here? Yeah. 
righteous. I'll read this first one, even though I just talked a bunch, because I love Sam's number three. Like I, I haven't gone in entirely too long. Oh, uh, the wait there is usually fucking forever, terrible too. I but I remember going to like there. Uh, I would say that their menu is like going into a cheesecake factory, Ugh. right? Like yes. a cheesecake factory menu. It's a book. Is like sixteen the pages, Bible. right? Like Sam, I. I look at their menu and, and I'm amazed at how much they have on it and what they crank out all day. Yeah. Uh, so, well, Josh C. has uh, this one-star review to give. And, oh, it's very recent, 12 days ago. Yeah, Ooh, I saw that. From uh, Yelp. Yeah, so uh, Sam's number three is an overall four stars. This is a one-star review. They overcharged my card by $15 horrible business. Do not trust this place. Also, their cookies are hard as rocks. Okay. <laughs> Do they have cookies at Sam's? Uh, they have everything. Literally, I everything. guarantee you. Like this is like the one place you could get like a cookie, a cheesecake, probably a rock, and you know pancakes and a falafel. Like it is. <laughs> this place. All right, they got it all. Yeah, they've got it all. Oh, I, I like. Sam's I mean, they, number three. I yeah, too. I mean, yeah. like, no joke. Like, they have gyros. Like, they have gyro meat as a side option for meat, which I think is amazing. Yeah, and, you know, like instead of bacon or sausage, like you do gyro meat. Mm, lamb. And, yeah, mm-hmm. they have awesome stuff. Awesome stuff. This Bill, is very stupid. Bill, review. you want to get the next one? Uh sure. Yeah, I got the next one, Bill. Four Friends Kitchen, four point five stars overall. Denver, Colorado is a Yelp review. It's a one star Yelp review from Michelle M. Uh, okay. Uh, they have one check-in, <laughs> so that's cool. Front staff person taking reservations seems to hate his job. Unkind, short, and unwelcoming. Well, yeah. Why you got to be a heightist? Yeah, I was gonna say height supremacist, but <laughs> <laughs> but yes. Not only that, what does that have to do with all the food and the ambiance and everything, Michelle? Come on, no, seriously. <laughs> Okay, we yes, we realized short tempered maybe, short short yeah. in their short, speech. Short, short, short. Just for those of you out there who think that we're stupid, we're not. Like we get it. Well, I mean, I don't know. But <laughs> but who knows? Maybe maybe they are a heightist. Yeah. The last one here, dessert, is uh the cookery at Myrtle Hill. Totally uh, thought that said cockery for the record. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> The cookery is actually uh, in the near Wash Park. It is 4.6 star overall on Google in Denver, Colorado. This is a two-star review from Jim Bob, and it's 11 months ago. Jim Bob. Shrimp and grits were awful. The grits were hard to find under the pile of gravy. The pork sausage in the gravy was overcooked and grainy, and then it was all topped with feta cheese. It tasted like vomit. Ugh. I do not recommend. I don't. I'm not a huge fan of feta. But well, I'm not a huge fan of vomit. I'm not either. And I'm like, really, Jim Bob? You eat vomit? You eat pieces of vomit for breakfast? <laughs> That's why I picked it. I was like, the first thing that came to mind was, you know, like you eat vomit. I mean, I understand when you throw it up, it doesn't taste that great. But really, you eat it. That's disgusting, dude. I do love. I mean, honestly, like this is one of the first people that we've seen who managed to include a good description of the food they had. Yeah. Right. And I will I will say, like, I really feel for the topped with feta cheese and tasted like vomit because the bar that I was working um, during parade day yesterday, uh, it was a pop-up bar and it was right next to a food cart. Uh-huh. And one of the things that the food cart sold was gyros. And the gyros being topped with cheese as they are, I kept thinking that someone threw up next to my bar, and yeah. I was like, I was like looking around on the floor for I vomit, that, yeah. and then I and then I finally caught an eye that someone w- had a gyro. Yeah, I was like, oh, uh, I yeah. mean, look, Euro. later on, oh. I also ordered a gyro, <laughs> and it's one thing when you know it's. Is that what you smelled like vomit when you came home? Yeah, yeah. It's yeah, one thing like why. if you know, like <laughs> if you're if you're eating it, and you like. You know, you know, right? It's but another, if you're not, it's another and thing. You if you're like, it. and you're well, and it's like it's a St. Patty's party, and so you're kind you're of expecting sick, yeah. the puke, right? Uh, Check, please. What did we learn today, gents? Mm, I learned that really, that like it goes to to this to the main course review. I, I just can't stop thinking about really amazing pictures. For amazing looking food yeah. that you're talking shit about. So I really learned about the importance of 
I mean, we we dealt with this once before, I think, with Garden Grace when we were talking about that seafood tower. Yeah. It was way back in season yeah, one. Yeah, and they took a picture of like- And they said there's nothing on it. Of it half eaten. Yeah, they had eaten half of it. Yeah. They're like, there's nothing on this thing. Yeah. Um, and so I guess it's almost like relearning of the importance of if you're trying to get your point across, then put the pictures in there that are actually going to support your point. Right. Yeah. Bill. Sir William. <laughs> I'm trying to find the the paragraph in in Wikipedia right now, but uh, daylight saving a big proponent of daylight savings time is the candy industry. Excuse you? What? Yeah. Yeah, for Halloween. Like so what? I can't find what? it right here. I, I was reading it earlier. Oh, they push for they fall back to be after Halloween. Yeah. Ah. Yeah. Uh, which is kind of crazy. And I also learned that uh, uh, ben Franklin, when he was, uh, I guess it was a satire letter that I was commenting on earlier in the episode, but uh, proposed taxing window shutters, rationing candles, and waking the public by ringing church bells and firing cannons at sunrise. Oh, my goodness. So, again, fuck Benjamin Franklin, dude. He basically <laughs> invented the alarm clock that worked. And I know that uh, Henry Ford invented the eight-hour workday, or supposedly, but, uh, yeah, I learned a lot. So... Um, <laughs> Why not just blow Reveille? Yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. Like it's it's like militant almost, you know. And it's like I mean, most artists and bartenders, like slash artists, uh, that's like their primary inspiration time. Like that's when they get most of their shit done is like between the hours of three and six in the morning. The and you want to wake yeah. people up at sunrise? Like, dude, eat my ass. No. Um, I learned that there's a website out there that gives us the correct information of drink proportions and to the standard beer. And I think that's great. I think that's phenomenal. I think that should be, um, I think that should be an everyday learned thing that we should all know service industry or non-service industry. Yeah. We should know, we should be aware of that cognizant. We should be cognizant of that. So, Okay. Well, thank you for listening, everyone. What are you What are you laughing about over there? So the way you said cognizant, it made me think of that the first place was is it mimosa or mimosa? <laughs> Wingardium leviosa. Ooh, that's pretty good. <laughs> God, thanks very much for listening. We do appreciate all of you. Uh, go ahead and make sure that you hit that subscribe button. You follow us on Facebook, Instagram, sometimes the Twitter twatter. Go ahead and give that little heart a click, the little thumbs up a click. Make sure to share, 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 because sharing is caring. And if you happen to care at all about any thoughts of ours, uh, you can pick up the, well, I guess it's best to go online now, but we were featured in an article in the Denver Post. That is correct. Politeness is out the door. And by that, I mean just the simple please and thank yous. How many people? Why don't you do that? That's your homework for the week, peoples. Listen and uh, see how many people say please or thank you to you when holding a door, when serving food, when doing whatever. Please and thank you. You know, and uh, see how, see if politeness is out the door like I think it is. Thanks again for listening. We appreciate all of you. And come on back. You hear? Bye-bye. Bye. <laughs> what was that? Hey. Hey. My name is Darren, and I am not a dick. <laughs> <laughs>